This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Venom, Pinocchio, Silver and Black, and Mamma Mia 2. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Jeff. Tippity tap tap, tippity tap. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Wonderful. Can I just first of all say thank you to your parents? For oh dinner my God, guys, we had the week. most amazing dinner on Sunday night. We it brought was... Simon to Mexican food. Yeah. Where my parents disclosed the shocking revelation that they had never dined with a person with a British accent before. <laughs> and also, you disgusted your mother with a hand job reference. <laughs> I don't think that she was disgusted. I think she's heard way worse than that. She she gave you the full Jeffrey. Oh yeah, you got yeah. the Jeffrey I, I for that one. Get the full, yeah, the full name. Yeah, you know, no one breaks out the Jeffrey unless that happens. And she calls me that because my name is Jeff Snyder. It is. <laughs> I am the editor in chief of the tracking board, tracking board dot com. Where can we find you, Jeffrey? Twitter and Instagram okay. at the In Snyder. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon, uh, and also I have a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I've never even been on that Facebook page. You have never. I know. You haven't even liked <laughs> Maybe I, it. You haven't. I'll, I'll, be, I'll like it after I'd this show. I've been waiting for months now just <laughs> to get Jeffrey to give me a like. No. So. Seen Kevin Hart without me this week? Have you? No. Okay. No, just we, checking. Uh, just checking. We canceled that, actually. Okay. We're, we were rescheduling. Okay. This has been a big week. It's like we say, we, honestly, we kind of say that every week. We kind of say that every week. Yeah. No, but for real. Although this one was legit. Slightly disappointed. No Expendables four update. Yeah, I but know we'll you are. That. Mm, John McTiernan. Yeah. Mm, yes. Um. No, we have to start with the big story that mm-hmm. I Cobra. Which one, Jeff? Last Friday. Yeah. Tom friggin' Hardy. Yeah. Is Venom. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome, Simon. What did you think? Uh, fucking a. I was really pleased with that. Um, I mean. You know, I've got to be honest, I actually liked Topher Grace as Venom in Spider-Man 3, um, but obviously that was not going to be something that was going to happen again. Um, but Tom Hardy, I'm very much on board with that. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's awesome. Obviously, Venom, he's a, a, a symbiote who needs a human host yep. to bond with. Yep. And, uh, you know, Tom Hardy just has a certain darkness that is right for this camera. Uh, character. Yeah. I think that this is the best that Sony could have possibly done mm-hmm. for this character. I think it also works for Tom Hardy, who is looking for a big movie. You know, he had that that open fall slot. Yep. Uh the Ruben Fleischer thing, I don't, I won't say that it surprised me given his ties to Sony with, mm. you know, with Zombieland. Um do I think that they maybe could have done a little bit better? I don't I don't know. I don't know who uh, met on that project. Well, I mean, they, like there was some grumbling, mainly because Gangster yeah. Squad left a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah, but, but Zombieland was a 
tight movie. Listen, I'm not saying he's uh, the Antichrist here. Uh, I, I Far have faith. From it. Yeah, I have faith in, in the guy, and especially with Tom Hardy on board. It'll be interesting to see if Ruben Fleischer can handle Tom Hardy. I definitely heard that uh, yeah. in, in the last week. Like people, like a little surprised. Uh, you know, Tom. Tom gets a bit of a bad rep um, as as an individual. I've never had a problem. I don't think he has a bad rep. Like he's. I mean, obviously, you've never had a problem. <laughs> like, no. I think he can be a handful on the set. I think yep. that the best ones probably are. Uh, I, I think I think he's a handful because he wants stuff to be done right. He's a brilliant and actor. To me, that's I mean, kind of that's not that's, a bad thing for an actor to want to give the best that he could possibly give. Ultimately, it's all about the performance, and Tom yeah. Hardy gives great performances. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think it's a real coup for Sony getting Tom Hardy mm-hmm. into their you know marvel universe if you will and i think it sets it up really well by the fact that it's a standalone sorry it is a standalone but i think obviously they've sony have had spider-man for quite a while um the sam raimi movies generally were good the mark webb spider-man movies were not great i'm very very optimistic about homecoming um and i think if sony wants to be the third studio that has a solid marvel franchise potentially if they have tom hardy you know, doing currently a standalone, but possibly more movies, um, I think is a really good place to jump off. I think it sets it up really, really nicely. Sony have had a bit of a habit previously of wasting people in Spider-Man movies. I mean, the right, last... They, they, right, they bring in, like, uh, Fel- uh, Felicity Jones. Yeah. And then she's in the movie for, like, a minute. Like, what's yeah, the point? And they just, they've wasted it. I mean, right. Paul Giamatti um, in the last Spider-Man movie completely yeah, right, wasted. Mm-hmm. They, set, they set things up. And it, for me, this is starting in a really good position. I agree. He's a he's a great anchor. Yeah, and you know what I meanwhile why I was so focused. He's a massive anchor. (laughs) By the way, they they really it it was it was tricky as far as the announcement goes with this one because we were all pretty confident that Ruben Fleischer was going to get it. Yeah, Uh, no one really saw him turning it down. But the Tom Hardy of it all, you know, he can be a little fickle, and things Mm -hmm. can go either way with him. Uh, and he could just like wake up one morning and be like, "I'm in," and and the, I, it sounds like that's sort of what happened. Like in the last 24 to 48 hours before that announcement, mm. everything kind of came together. Um, but that that's why I had the story ready the week before and had showed some of the guys a collider mm. and just kind of chickened out on pulling the trigger. I don't know that I'll necessarily make that mistake again. We'll see. Um, but also, I think for, for Tom as an actor, he brings. I mean, we've seen so many of his movies. I think he's going to bring a a tenderness a vulnerability to the character or a flawed element to the character as well as really delivering on the the hard ass yeah i I don't know what the plot is going to entail uh because he you know venom is an anti-hero i suppose yeah so mm, you know at what point does he even turn into venom like is it's obviously not going to start out with you know he's not going to start out being venom hello I just I wonder if it's going to be like an origin story. Anyways, while we were yeah. all distracted and, mm. and thinking about Venom, I totally lost track of the Silver Sable Black Cat movie. Yeah, and that got a director as well this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony Sony was very busy. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about them, but they got Gina Prince uh, Bythewood, right? Yep. To uh, to do this, she has done Love and Basketball, and she did Beyond the Lights, which I didn't see and heard nothing but fantastic Very things good. about with Nate Parker and uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Yep. 
an interesting choice. I can respect it. I think mm. uh, it's a. You, you, I've never really heard her name rumored for these kinds of movies, and I think it's a bold hire from Sony. Well, this is something that we've touched on the show previously, and it's something that we're seeing, obviously, a bit of a trend for in this kind of film, where you are seeing these indie directors coming through, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mark Webb is a really good example of that. Um, but it's bringing, and again, this has kind of worked with with Wonder Woman. Um, this B, B or C level director coming through and bringing something completely different or something fresh to a series that we know. And I think it's great. I think it's really good. And also, I think it's a really good play by, by Marvel and Disney to, to do this by the fact that it's a... Like Ant-Man and like Doctor Strange is a character that most people perhaps won't be familiar with to bring in a director that people aren't familiar with, which gives them a scope that I think perhaps wouldn't be available if it was a known uh, household name director, I would say. Do you agree or? You know what? I just got some some info here. Okay, which kind of took me aback. And I say Marvel and Disney. I, I think I misspoke on that. I don't. It's it's a Sony movie. Is it? Is it? Or was it Marvel Disney? I'm not quite sure. What the uh, um, Silver Sable Black yeah. Cat? It's Sony. It's yeah. Sony. Cool. Sorry, I got when, uh, when the words came out of my mouth. I was like, it's not a Disney Marvel movie. Yeah, so. I got a lot of info here. This is some crazy shit. Okay, that would blow some minds. It would blow some minds, people. But I'm in the middle of is a post- it the hosting Jeff a podcast. Blum, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire remake. <laughs> I wish that that was true. That's uh, not a shit idea. That just fell out of my mouth. Look at that. Okay. Boom. <laughs> um, let's talk about Top Gun. Okay. Justin Brooker, uh, that was a good story. Yeah. Joseph Kaczynski yeah. is going to be di- uh, directing Top Gun 2. It sounds Correct. like he is is Tom's choice. Yeah. He, they worked together on Oblivion. Oblivion didn't do that well. Um, Not a bad movie, though. No, I, I, I actually enjoyed, enjoyed Oblivion. I thought visually uh, and aurally it yep. was very impressive. And also Tron sequel. Yeah, he did Tron. I didn't really care for Tron, but like but that. it looked cool, and again, it sounded cool. He yeah. has, he has a flair for visuals and a, a nice ear for soundtracks. Yeah, uh, I don't think either movie quite put it together, but obviously, Tom, you know, trusts this guy, mm-hmm. and he's going to be the seventh director to work with Cruz a second time. Mm. Yeah, I did uh, I did some research yesterday. Look at you, Mister Maths, or whatever day it broke. Yeah. Um, yeah, it started out with like t- Tony Scott doing Days of Thunder and, and Top Gun, obviously, yep, and uh, yep. yeah, there's been a whole a whole bunch of others. So, do I like this? Yeah, I guess I could see it. Yes. Uh, Joseph Gosinski. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care that much about Top Gun. I didn't love the original. It's a little campy. This movie, it's going to pit uh, Maverick against a the little drones. campy. <laughs> a little campy. Mm-hmm. A little do, campy. Do you want to elaborate? It's what it's. It's pretty, pretty camp on the camp scale. It's a nine, I think. Yeah, it, it is certainly of its time. And yeah. so I guess a modern update uh, could be cool. I love I love that uh, David Ellison is producing this. You know, anything with yeah. a pilot in it, <laughs> Skydance is in. Well, I, I spoke to um, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer about this literally like a week ago. Um, <laughs> I just got off the phone with Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, we were Jerry. having crumpets. Hey, Jerry, booby. Um, and it was at the, the Pirates premiere. Um, and I asked about Top Gun 2, and I could tell that something was brewing because Jerry has been asked about Top Gun 2 for many 
many, many years, as has Tom. Um, I mean, I've interviewed him several times over the years. Every single time I've spoken to him, one of the questions has been Top Gun 2, and it's like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Um, And I could tell from this conversation that something was actually happening for the first time in probably four or five years. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously Tom came out and did that uh, interview with, like, some no-name site or whatever, and, and it was and, it was a, a TV show in Australia, Sunrise. Yeah, and they, and they G'day, see, mate. he was like, "It's it, it's happening. It's definitely going to happen this yeah. year or early next year." Uh, I had known that they were, you know, in the process of meeting with directors. Yeah, the crawl, one step ahead, as always. As always. As always. Um, I mean, do I want the film? Uh, really, no. And I'm a Tom Cruise fan. I'm kind of I'm I Top Gun is great on its own. Um, I don't want to see a sequel to that film will i go and see it probably yes what's next on your list okay let's talk about it um uh let's talk about um zach snyder and justice league oh you, you want to you want to dive right let's, into that yeah i mean okay. a lot of people have, have tweeted me this week and, and, and asked about you know are we going to talk about it um, it's, hard, it's hard not to and, and honestly it's, it's affected me all week it's really had it, me thinking yeah i mean obviously our condolences and if you pray prayers go out to to Zach. Um, nobody knew what had happened to him um, with his daughter um, from his first marriage that she had an, unfortunately and tragically taken her own life um, a couple of months ago. Um, there has been a lot of talk around Justice League. Um, this kind of fills in some of the blanks um, on what's happened with that film. Um, I absolutely 100% respect and support his decision to step away from the project to who, who wouldn't i mean who who yeah. is to uh, i mean he suffered the worst loss awful, imaginable absolutely awful um and joss whedon is going to be handed the reins to, to finish and what this a off. stand-up guy because coming that's like a, a tricky situation to step into yeah uh and I'm and I'm sure part of Joss Whedon just wanted like nothing to do with it and, and just be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he could have easily just run in the other direction and yeah. be like let someone else you know step in. Um, but you know he must have some sort of friendship or relationship with Zack Snyder, obviously, yeah. uh, for Zack to trust him with his movie and and for Joss to accept that kind of responsibility. It is a big responsibility. Yeah, it's it's a big it's deal. It's a very big deal. Uh, so it's it sounds like Joss had been brought on a few weeks ago or a month ago to re to write some new scenes mm-hmm. that Zack felt that the film needed after screening a rough cut for friends and uh, family or whatnot. Yep. Uh, and he and Zach, the plan was for Zack to direct those scenes, but it's, it sounds like Whedon is going to do it himself yep. and oversee post production. And I think you which know, ma- which makes sense. Yeah, you have to uh, allow Zack Snyder to grieve and, and do what's best for his family because yeah. he has a bunch of other children. He does. Um. But I mean, a lot of a lot of it's it's funny. Sometimes sometimes you get snark online from people when stories like this um, break, and I saw nothing this week but empathy, outpouring of support. And Zach responded on Twitter and said he was delighted and very appreciative of the support that he got this week. Um, but nobody had any idea. It was a very well kept secret. I mean, he only yeah. told a small group of people. Apparently, uh, yeah, there wasn't any gossip that I heard about this. I mean, it, mm. I guess it. 
there were those rumors of like you know big reshoots coming, and, yeah. and obviously something got lost in translation in that report. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know, not that they're reshooting old stuff; they're just writing you know no, new material. Mm. I mean, not not that it would be unusual because you know a movie like that you're supposed to reshoot stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my you know I think our hearts and thoughts go out to the Snyder 100%, 100%. family. Hundred mm. percent. Um, but I think I think the way that that was handled, I think generally by the film press was good. Yeah, you, you'll always get some assholes on Twitter being like, you know, rejoicing yeah. that Zack Snyder is leaving Justice League and, and some uh, less than tactful headlines this week. Well, um, yeah, that's that was another thing that's to be given. Given the people who do what we do now, it's, they will literally let anybody become a film reporter these days. It's yeah, crazy. They they will. Um, but, but yeah, but, but I, the, I, the way that Warner Brothers handled this by giving an interview to the Hollywood Reporter to Boris Kitt, who, who handled it with such sensitivity, yeah. uh, I, I just thought it was a very nice package. Um, yeah, well, well, well handled. And while we're on that, I mean, I say downer. It's it's um, a serious um, topic. Obviously, in the UK, there was a there was a, a an incident in Manchester this week, um, yes. which has elevated the the, the terror threat um, in the UK. So it's now on high alert, um, and as a result of of the explosion in Manchester um, earlier this week, there have been a couple of events that have been cancelled. Um, two major premieres, Wonder Woman uh, and The Mummy, um, have both been cancelled um, in London. Yeah, uh, and I mean... no no real surprise. Um, no, you, it's, you it's happened before. You can't send talent and executives yeah. over there uh, with with what is going on. Um, obviously, the city seems to be secure, and, and they, may, you know, the cops and law enforcement uh, acted very quickly to yeah. make some arrests, yeah. which is great. Um, but yeah, I completely understand why you don't want to be seen celebrating in the middle of London, given what happened this week. Well, people asked me, a couple of people, you know, interacted on Twitter this week, and they were like, why are they doing this? You know, it's not like there's going to be a problem. And I'm kind of like, well, you, you have to bear a number of factors in mind when you've got an, a huge event like this. I mean, obviously, there are there's usually a huge security presence at a premiere, especially when it's in, say, Leicester Square in London, which is a huge tourist area. But you've also got to think there's the cost and there's the arrangement, the last-minute arrangement of heightening security. You've got to think talent aren't going to want to travel to somewhere that is going to be potentially um, a, a hotspot. Um, so there are lots of factors, but I think it'll... Um, I think it's the right thing to do. There are many people this week who've carried on with their music tours and events and stuff like that, and I, I commend them. And Orange is the New Black have actually just today announced that they're going to not do their, their premiere for the new season in um, at the Curzon in Soho in London. Um, it's totally understandable. Um, and fans generally seem to be understanding of it. Um, do I think there'd be a problem? Probably not. Um, realistically. Yeah, but you can't take the risk. But you can't take the risk. So I think it's the wise thing to do. Uh, and, and, you know, rounding out our, our sad news portion of the show, mm. Roger Moore yeah. passed this week. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't think I saw any of the Bond movies with Roger Moore. Really? When I think if Roger Moore walked into the studio right now, I probably wouldn't recognize him. But uh, I know he was near and dear to your British heart, He Simon. was. Um, I mean, I, I had the absolute honor of interviewing him a number of times um, over the years. Uh, and he was... He was someone that I grew up with um, as an actor. He was he was the Bond for my generation. Um, I he also I, I wouldn't say he like he influenced me, but his Bond had a 
along with things like the carry-on movies and stuff like that, had a massive impact on my sense of humour and kind of formulating socially who I am. Uh, a little bit cheeky, a little bit risque. Um, he was a genuinely lovely guy. So funny. So unbelievably funny and cheeky. Um, and I loved him as Bond. I loved some of the films that he, you know, did outside of Bond, like, you know, Wild Geese, um, uh, Cannonball Run, even, and it's a shit film, Boat Trip, <laughs> where he played a flamboyant homosexual uh, on a cruise. Um, and he embraced that. And he nailed that as much as he did a horny straight guy as a horny gay guy. If you haven't seen it, Terrible film. Roger Moore is amazing. And also, let's not forget Spice World, hmm. where he played the chief. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did so much over the years. I mean, obviously, Maverick and The Saint and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, the, the, the Persuaders. Just so, so good as an actor and a genuinely nice guy and did a lot of work for UNICEF as well. Um, so I was personally very upset by his passing this week. I did well, I'm, feel sorry, s- I'm sorry for your loss. Well, I did feel slightly guilty because I was walking around my neighbourhood and I saw a sign for a security firm, More Security. And like two days before, I was like, I wonder how Roger Moore's doing. And then he died. Hmm. It's because you thought it. This I is was very, like, like, lullaby, well, Death Note I, situation. I did think, is it is it like Death Note? Where it's like, <laughs> you think about someone, and then they die. So yeah, I shit, was like, don't then think I was about like, me. No, this is ridiculous. Um, but Roger Moore, I mean, great guy. I'll never forget, I did an interview with him one time, and I asked him about what he was most proud about in his career. And the thing he was most proud about was the fact that he could make a brilliant wanking noise by using his... We don't need. Jeez. We don't need to hear no. you do that. And it was just, and it was it's something I couldn't use on radio in the UK. But everybody was like, "Oh my God, you're James Bond, and you're making a wanking noise with your mouth." It was genius. So Roger Moore, R.I.P. Hmm. Um, Little insight right. there. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's what Roger would want to be remembered for. Is a. Uh, Wanking noise. Why don't you talk about your Terminator thing? Get that, okay, out. Get that yeah, out of the way. You love this story when I mention this this morning. Um, apparently, Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, definitely going to do a new Terminator movie. James Cameron is going to be um, producing it. Uh, do we need another Terminator movie? No. Do I want to see Arnie being the Terminator again? No. Should I rewatch Terminator 2 again? Yes. It'll probably happen. I don't. <sighs> Arnie, I, I, I Arnie, I, I love you. I, I, I love I the don't Terminator. Think it will happen. I don't but think it will happen. They, well, they need to completely move, move on. Fresh. What isn't James Cameron making Terminators he, he, he until the, fundamentally? He the is end the reason they have to time. keep doing this. I mean, Avatar movie, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's his. That's his thing. I mean, that was Arnie at Cannes, but yeah. Do you know what? But I'll, like, I'll what, still what, watch what is he it. supposed to say? It. What is he supposed to say? I'll be back when he's cornered by the international press. Yeah. That's what people don't understand with half these quotes that celebrities give. Like, they're not going like, to be like, nope, no sequel. It wasn't successful. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we're, we're holding out hope. Uh, you know, we're, we've been talking. We've been talking. Uh, there's yeah. a new draft. There's negotiations. We're working on the script. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had a great idea for a script this week, but um, I'm not going to tell you on the air. By the way, I did love your dad's idea for a film. What? The Spirit. <laughs> My dad. My dad has been wanting he to pitched. make a movie about uh, Ronnie California. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for years. If you know who that is, DM me. Your parents are rock stars, by the way. I absolutely love them. Yes, that's yeah. how I got, you know, my rock star charm here. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right, Jeffrey. James Wan coming on to produce the Resident Evil reboot. Yeah. Which is what the world needs right now, honestly. I mean, when you think about it. Yeah. No. Uh, I never, I've never seen a Resident Evil movie. Really? They could have Chris Nolan directing them. I would never see a Resident Evil movie. Do I know, don't care. It's a much maligned franchise. That I'm, I'm going to watch the is last it? one. Yeah, it is. Um, it's. <laughs> I'm going to watch the last one today because I've got a bit of bit of downtime. Um, I have love for certain films in the Resident e- Evil series. Uh, the f- Which ones are the standouts? Which Where should I start? <laughs> well, the, the Citizen Kanes are the Resident Evil um, series. One and three. Good movies. Good, good movies. Good movies. They get good a, fun a movies. thumb up from, si- from Simon. Yeah, they could. I mean, the second one I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of. That was kind of like, yeah. And then after after three, I was I, sure. I kind of lost interest, but I still watched them. Um, but yeah, I... I um, you know, they're good fun. Yeah. I... I, I I like James Wan. I respect what they're doing up there. I cannot, He's a safe pair of hands. I, I cannot say that I am excited it's about a, It's a money Resident spinner Evil for Sony, reboot. though. It's a money spinner. Yep, guess so. And it's also one of the few game-to-movie franchises that haven't entirely sucked. They didn't use that on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly. But it's it, it's true. It's true. Um, I don't see Doom 2 happening anytime soon. Speaking of things that are coming back from the dead. Hello. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Would it, would it surprise you that what? I actually liked Mamma Mia? Uh, actually, it would not surprise no, me. It would not, because I'm a constant source of disappointment <laughs> who, to you. Uh, what, why would you see? Who would see this movie? I liked it. I don't. I, didn't, I never saw Mamma Mia. Really? Maybe you should do. No, I don't think no. I should. No, it's, a, it's only like ninety minutes That's long. What I don't understand. Like when when all the, the bloggers this week or whatever they, they go yeah. see Pirates of the Caribbean and and they mm-hmm. know most of them and, and a lot of them liked it. I, th- I would say it's yeah. been kind of positive. But the ones who didn't like it, you, they knew that they were not going to like it. So why do they go? Why do they? Why do we? So many people in our profession feel the need to go to everything. I because know that, some people, unfortunately, are whiny bitches. I, it's, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, it's like I get that critics need to see mm. ev- all the major releases because they're writing reviews. Yeah. But like, if you're not writing a review, why even? Why, I don't know. Why bother? Well, I think for, for I mean, sometimes I go and see movies that I'm not writing a review for. I mean, I, I write quite, to be honest with you, quite few reviews um, unless I'm commissioned because I I think critics are fundamentally redundant in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people don't listen to us. Um, but I I think to have a point of reference. But di- like, if you got an invite to mm-hmm. a movie that you didn't want to see, yeah. would you go because you got the invite? Uh, if it was a big movie, probably, yeah. See, that's weird to me. It's Is like, it? yes. But yes. then, but people will ask you, like, what did you think of blah, 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 and then you should have an opinion. The opinion is, I have no interest in this movie, so I didn't see it. Like... People are like, what do you think of Boss Baby? I'm like, Boss Baby's not for me. I didn't see it. It's Boss honestly, Baby. if you go to the Insider, if you go to the insider.blogspot.com, yeah. you'll see each year there's a, a list of movies I missed, right? Mm. But I, I don't list every movie on that list of movies that I missed because there's some movies that I had never planned to see. So it's like you won't see. I don't know some silly animated movie like you know Hotel Transylvania two. That's not a movie that I missed. It's a movie that I skipped on purpose. You know that's like audiences. To be honest with you, um, my God, is that, that was some, successful? Some reaction. 
successful is relative. Um, uh, Kenneth Wilson uh, in the chat is going, uh, Simon, Mamma Mia is terrible. How could you like it? Um, because I'm, uh, I'm a moron. <laughs> no, I, I just genuinely enjoy it. I, we I like, like a- I like, I like musicals, I like ABBA, I like the cast, and I saw it. Also, full disclosure, at the time I was working for a radio station in the UK um, called Heart, which was one of the biggest stations in, in the UK, um, and we did have a commercial relationship with Universal, so I was editorially quite heavily involved with the film, but I genuinely enjoyed it. G- genuinely. I heard Fernando is not even in Mamma Mia. It is not. Maybe they were saving him for the sequel, Jeff. She's like, I'm going to go see an ABBA musical without Fernando. Come on. There, well, I mean, that's why you have to see Mamma Mia, too. But hey, Mer- Meryl Streep's got to eat. <laughs> no, Streep got to eat. I'm told that, she, I'm told that she's going to have a much smaller role this time around. Yeah, I mean, uh, she doesn't need to do that. She doesn't do um, a lot of sequels. She doesn't do a lot of sequels. I can't even remember. Um, but no, I, mean, I think obviously, you know, some of the cast will be back. Apparently, Pierce Brosnan's coming back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When he's not posing for photos with Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because actually um, makes movies, cock teasing us with uh, with Deadpool too. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, do you know what? Uh, fuck it, I'm I'm on board with that. I, I'm quite looking forward to that. And that's just going to be stupid, stupid, stupid fun, uh, drinking wine, and I'm okay with that. All right, now so. listen, it, it, the movie. For, I was looking it'll up the numbers. A, it'll be a hit. I was looking up the numbers of the first film. It did incredibly well, did st- like super stupidly duper well. well. Yeah. Um, you know, I expect it will suffer from like the uh, my big fat Greek wedding syndrome a little bit, where you know yeah. the first one is kind of a phenomenon that catches lightning in a bottle. The second one maybe won't be as big potentially, but, but this is still a smart move for Universal. Tell you what they should do, Jeff. What they should have a women only screening of Mamma Mia two at the Alamo Draft what, isn't House. Isn't that a, a, a clever idea that that Tim League has come up with? Mm. People are so guys are actually upset about this on the internet. Like, there's no male only screenings. What? 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 Can I like have Terminator and like sit there with my pants off and like fucking watch <laughs> right. a movie? All, what all about us, all guys? All those guys could be burping and farting and scratching. Oh my god, a guy can't fucking <laughs> jack off on his own in a movie theater. What are you talking about? It's just uh, seriously. <laughs> I I saw this story. If you don't know this story, um, Alamo Draft House this week decided that they were going to do, on one night, one screening in one location, do a Wonder Woman screening that is just going to be for women. Men lost their Who shit. Who probably aren't even in Austin. And have never been near a fucking woman. Never. Never. Vagina denias. They got so upset by the fact that there was going to be a female-only screening of Wonder Woman. Yeah. One screening, one night, one location. Well, that's not true anymore. Well. Did you hear about that? Do you see what they've started? Do you see what they've started? No, the Alamo responded. Did you see it? I did, yeah. W- what is it? Tell us. They're going to do more. That's right. They yeah. doubled down. They added a second screening. Congratulations. I you love Tim Lee. yourself from seeing Wonder Woman. Nice one. Well done. Nice work. Yeah, it's a, it's a wild world out there. But it's, I mean, I, I kind of, I get the idea that it's a bit discriminatory because it's women only. But do you know what? Does it really matter? If you go to the majority of female-focused movies, the audience is going to be majority women. And a lot of the guys in there, some guys will want to be there by their own fruition. 
But a lot of the guys are going, like, I only went to see this because my wife, girlfriend, hooker, whatever, wanted to go and see it. Guys, it doesn't go and if you want to see Wonder Woman, go and see it in another movie theater with a bunch of guys. Yeah, let the girls have their fun. Let them watch a movie on their own. Fuck's sake. It doesn't affect your life. It doesn't diminish your masculinity. It doesn't matter. If your masculinity is threatened by the fact that there will be women in one room watching a movie together, I think you need to look at yourself. Mm, indeed. All right. Uh, let's move to Disney, mm. where Sam Mendes yeah. is in the earliest of talks to direct a Pinocchio movie. Yeah. Uh, which means that he has left James and the Giant Peach. Maybe yeah. he just couldn't crack a way to do that in live action. Maybe form that Peach or was just too big. <laughs> peach was too juicy. So he's moving on <laughs> Damn, to, a big to, peach. to the, the Wooden Boy mm. and Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. And uh, I think Sam Mendes is a nice choice for this. I think it's a really good choice. Yeah, really good choice. Strong filmmaker. I mean, they're I... bringing into the fold off the Bond movies. Maybe Daniel Craig could be Pinocchio. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know better than to kid on this show, Simon, because it will get picked up across the internet. Do you know? That is true. Uh, do you know who would make a great Pinocchio? Who? Kevin Hart. No, you know who would make a good Pinocchio? Who's that? Tom Holland. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Or also Freddie Highmore? No. No? No. Zach Efron? <laughs> Zach Efron is Pinocchio. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I'll That's tell you. That's not a shit did, idea. Did you, I just did you, said that. Did you see Baywatch? I have seen Baywatch. Zach Efron's like carved out of wood. I'll tell you that much. He's He hasn't got a six pack. He's got like a fucking nine pack. I think, I forget which trade He's report it was. I think it was Variety buff. who said he has a checkerboard. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's like a 64 pack. I have never felt so fucking fat. Like the rock is obviously like way bigger than him. Like yeah. he's just a mountain of a man. But he makes Dwayne Johnson look like a lazy ass couch bitch. <laughs> Seriously, what he is so unbelievably. You are, you are uh, a little wild uh, this morning. Just saying, <laughs> he's uh, he's unfeasibly buff in this film. <laughs> what is in that coffee? Just saying. <laughs> what did you think of Baywatch? Um, I, I've been very quiet on social media about it. Okay, because I wanted to wait until I got my interview with John Bass. Do you our, know what? I I had fun with it. Um, up and comer of the month. I um I I I mean I don't think it's a great movie. Um I did not like the villain. Yeah. Um I thought yeah. it was uh, she was miscast, not her fault. Um I thought the shoehorned in David Hasselhoff Oh god. And the cameos were real bad. Bad. Like a real did not bad. work at all. No. Um but as far as the script which to me was Dick jokes and bromance, it made me laugh. I'm not afraid to say it made me laugh. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not a great movie. It's a three out of five for me. I, I like the first half of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the way that the team assembles and, mm. and the backstories and like introductions and all that kind of stuff. But once it becomes like focused on the plot and it yeah. becomes very plotty, it was, I mean, let's, let's, let's be clear. This movie was a disappointment. Uh, and I like Shannon and Swift. Yeah. They follow me on Twitter. 
Uh, I did not want to see, take I to Twitter. You see, I them, but they don't follow me, so they need to kind of I, I didn't want to, like, go on Twitter and talk shit about them. And I, and I, by the way, the cast in this is really good. Yeah. Like, Dwayne really and Zach good. are excellent. Yeah. Kelly Rohrbach actually impressed me. Uh, yeah. Obviously, John Bass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's like, it's a fun group of people to watch. I was entertained the whole time, but when I yeah. left, it was like, uh, that was no Jump Street. It That's was not Jump Street. Yeah, um, Jump Street was definitely more successful. I am definitely, I am open to seeing a sequel because I think they've laid the groundwork with the characters. I, I, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, I, I don't I'd, think I'd be very surprised. The numbers are very low. Yeah. Very low. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to box office stuff later, but yeah, I mean, I, it think, is... I think we should jump into it right now. Okay, cool. But... Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed... I, I had fun with it. The, the problem that, again, I forget which critic said this, is that they didn't commit. It's like if you're going to do an R-rated, and you know what, it was David Pollan. If yep. you're going to do an R-rated Baywatch, mm. go all the way with it. There was no crazy sex in this movie, no drugs, True. Not no real you know crazy violence. Um, it was just a lot of like safe-ish, just above PG-13 dick jokes. You know, like yeah. it should have been like harder. And a couple of fucks. Yeah, uh, plenty of fucks. But okay, so so how did it do last night? Okay, so previews... it opened on Thursday. <laughs> it opened well. It, they were some previews on Wednesday, so right? So this Wednesday, is gonna... Wednesday night, like at yeah. seven, it opened. So, so the... this is going to factor that in. I think it's like one million it took on Wednesday. Um, Four point five million uh, in previews so far. Whereas Pirates is five point five million. We're looking at somewhere between thirty-two million and forty million domestic opening weekend, which is okay. It's below, I think, what Paramount were hoping for. Dude, I mean, it has to be. I went on Twitter a few weeks ago and was like, I'm shocked that it's only tracking at 37. I think it could be closer to 50 or 60. Yeah. The reviews tanked this, and I really did. I had uh, heard that it was... Some of them were unfairly harsh, I think, to be honest with you. The Rock said that, the, you know, he's been tweeting up this morning uh, yeah. saying that the critics had their knives out. I don't really... I don't know I, about I that. Don't... I really wanted this movie to succeed. I would have loved a Baywatch franchise. I don't know if we're going to get one anymore. I, the latest box office report I read on the way over mm. is that the movie could struggle to hit 30. That would be a disappointment. Yeah. That it's would be gotta, a This number has to have a three in front of it, given just the marketing budget. They went all out for this, and I thought that they ran a really good campaign. Yeah. So... I'm a little surprised. And then it's going up against Pirates, which is looking at Thursday. Uh, it took 5.5 million in previews, which is fine. It's not amazing, uh, but that's looking at a possible 80 million. Yeah, Pirates isn't a, a, a preview kind of movie because it's for kids, so kids aren't going to like yeah, eight so they're going to go watch it. And obviously, it's a, here in the the US and in the UK, it's a bank holiday here. It's a holiday weekend, three right. days. So those it, figures are going to be you know up a little bit. Yeah, I think it's going to hit, what'd you say, 80? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that sounds about right to Have me. Have you seen Pirates? No, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that franchise. Okay, I, I was done with it. Um, I went to see this. I was, I was doing the premiere It got you week. back? Um, yeah, it has, actually. I mean, I did, I, ever since the first film, I've not been a fan of the, the Pirates franchise at all. I, I like just, the first film They either. just, they were overlong, Bit, they were dry. Biggest I travesty like in them. Oscar history was that Johnny Depp was nominated for that movie. That's a crazy thing that Fair happened. Point. But Suicide Squad was nominated for an Oscar two and one. Mm, we're talking about best makeup versus best actor. Yeah, he should not have got a best actor. It's fucking wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the best one since the first one. Um, is it overlong? Yes, it is. Um, is it enjoyable? Yes, it is. Um, would I watch another one? I. Do you know what? Off the back of this one, more so than the last one. Oh yeah, I would. I would. 
be open to that. It's, um, it sounds like if, you, if you're going to see this one, you'll leave wanting to see the next one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an audience that I know who will go and see this regardless of whether it's good or not. Um, as far as the film, it, it entertained me more than I thought it would. Um, I thought the casting was better than the previous movie. Um, I liked the story. Again, like I said, I think it was about 40 minutes too long. They could This have, movie? Yeah, they could have cut it way down. it was down. like 210. Yeah. You wanted an hour and a half long Pirates of the Caribbean movie? That would have been fucking great for me, to be Let honest Let me ask you. you, so am I an asshole for not wanting to see this movie? Like, if no. I know that I'm not going to like it, why bother going to see it? To like, challenge your preconception. I do. I mean, but let me. But like, let me ask you this: How much good like challenged my preconception? Hasn't the studio sort of proven now that uh, you know that these movies aren't that good? Like, you know, like, how much goodwill does a franchise deserve? That's sort of the question that I'm trying to get at. You're talking to the guy that's seen all the Resident Evil movies. That's true. Oh God, we'll move on. But no, but sometimes I think you have to. It's worth revisiting, and I sometimes revisit movies that I didn't like just to see. And I also revisit movies that I love just to see if my if my opinion still stands. I mean, the other pirates movies were not great; they were dull movies that were set pieces tied together by little bits of film, uh, and then it ended after about two and a half hours. This is a better movie. The script is better. I like the characters more. Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, I'm kind of, you know, I, I've seen it. It's the same. Uh, awful Paul McCartney cameo, by the way, I have to say. Awful. That was totally unnecessary. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. Of all the Pirates movies, do you know what? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. All right. Let's move on. There's nothing. We're done with box office, right? We're that's done really, with box that's office. That's really it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the Dark Universe. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, what, what, what does that mean we're talking about? <laughs> because there's Doug Lyman's Dark Universe movie at yeah. Warner Brothers that yeah. he has now pulled out of. He has. And then there's the Dark Universe that Universal announced they would be you know, referring to that, that monster, mm-hmm. all the monster movies. Yep. So this was what I thought was interesting. You know, a few months ago, I feel like Legendary Warner Brothers began referring to the Kong Godzilla universe as the Monsterverse. Yep. And I kind of thought they were stealing Universal's mojo a little bit. I felt like, you know, monsters were sort of created by Universal in a sense. Like, you know, Universal's classic monsters. Yeah. I thought that what they were going to call their universe was the monster universe. So mm-hmm. Warner Brothers ended up taking that. And that, and then Universal this week comes out with the Dark Universe thing. And, I, and I'm like, Dark Universe, isn't that a Warner Brothers movie? Um, well, that's that's Justice League Dark. Well, that's what it's. I mean, but yeah. but it had been referred to as Dark, Dark Universe, Universe uh, yeah. uh, uh, like throughout the press, mm. and it turns out that Universal actually ha- lays claim to that uh, title name, so be the phrase, D- branding, whatever. DDCU. What Dark DC Universe? DDCU. You're on a roll here today. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> No, no. The dark universe is at Universal. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but when when they were talking about the dark universe at Warner Brothers, and it's for DC, that would be I DDCU. Suppose. I guess. So, anyways, yeah. whatever that Doug Lyman movie is, it's not going to be called Dark Universe. It is not. I doubt that they will call it Justice League Dark Two mm-hmm. because that's confusing branding. Too dark, too furious. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
You weren't ready for this you, this morning, were you? I really um, was not. Uh... No. Um, but yes, yeah, so Dark Universe at Universal, uh, Johnny Depp, we know, is going to be Invisible Man. Yeah. Uh, we know that Tom Cruise was in The Mummy. Uh, we know that uh, Russell Crowe is going to be Jekyll and Hyde. Yep. Uh, and obviously Javier Bardem. Right, Frankenstein. So but so you saw that photo with all of them together, I right? Did. yeah. It was interesting that Cruise was in that photo because he's not one of the monsters. It was the photo of all or the monsters. Is he? Or is he? Exactly. Now, no one has... Uh, he's the daddy. I haven't seen The Mummy yet. Uh, I think it, some critics have, long lead press, and uh, I don't want to speculate. Perhaps he is the Wolfman. Perhaps he's Van Helsing, the mm-hmm. guy chasing all these monsters. Potentially, who knows? I can't. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll see. Did you see the giant sarcophagus that they erected in Hollywood? I did. Which, when I was doing the premiere for Pirates last week, where I was stationed on the carpet, it had that in the background. Mm-hmm. So every single shot for the Pirates thing had a massive calculated. mummy promo right there. So, uh, the, so mm. okay, there's more to break down with this. Okay, first of all, all mm-hmm. these. Stars besides Sophia Butella are yep. super, not super old, but like they're old. They're all like fifty plus. Yeah, Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, Tom Cruise. Mm. Yeah. Uh, interesting mm-hmm. that they are comfortable. They really want like those estab- big established movie stars. They're not looking to take a chance on any up and comers. It seems yet. Uh, Bride and Bride of Frankenstein. I still I don't know who it's going to be. I know they want Angelina Jolie. I don't know if Angelina Jolie is going to engage. It seems like there's a lot of big movies actually courting her at the yep. moment. Uh, I just don't know if she actually wants to do one of those. Mm. Um, but it does, as a franchise, it does excite me though because that is a it's a good quality of star that's attached to it. I liked actors. the casting of Javier yeah. Bardem as Frankenstein, but yeah. can you sell a big summer movie, okay, mm. with Javier Bardem? Frankenstein, because personally, I don't think you can. Um, it's interesting. It's one of those. I think it's one of those franchises where, I mean, let's look at it this way. Let's look at Star Wars: Force Awakens. You can't. Most nope. of the people in that nope. Nope. were not well known. Ha- you, that you, had a you are, franchise you are, you are, behind no, it. No, you are comparing apples to oranges, my friend. Star Wars is the brand there. Our and they could, is going to be they part could of stick, the... They could stick me and you in Star Wars, and it would make a billion dollars. I is promise true. you that. I just think with this... No, I think you, you potentially could. I think if the franchise is strong enough, and I think if The Mummy does well, I think it's going to be quite soft in Hollywood terms, but I think it's going to have an audience. They're in a better position to do that now with the likes of Javier Bardem than Luke Evans in Dracula Untold. But that wasn't obviously a summer movie. Sure, but the question is, can Javier Bardem open a movie that costs $120 million or more? And I don't think that he can. So it'll be very interesting to see Mm. whether Tom Cruise pops up in all of these movies or like what the deal is. I think think we're going to I want this to work as a horror fan. I want this universe to to see success. Mm. Uh, and I think it's great that we're getting these big, expensive monster movies, horror movies that cost $100 million and more. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty rare, but it is a gamble. But as a Frankenstein, a I mean, Javier Bardem is a really good choice. He's a great, he's, it's great casting. It's a great for Frankenstein. Casting. Yeah. It's just a matter of, 
you know, gen- how I mean, much does a Frankenstein movie cost? And I, I think some of these it? questions are going to be answered in The Mummy. I think we're going to see more than we'll Russell Crowe. I think we're going to you know, get teases, whether it's post-credit or whether it's in the film. I think we are, and I think if you put those little tasters out there and you sow the seeds in the other films, I think that will set it up where Javier Bardem can be. But, I mean, let's be honest. I, I think a lot of people are going to go and see these movies not necessarily because of the cast, but because they want to see the film. I'm mm, ca- casting matters. It it ca- does casting. Ma- it, it, yes, casting matters. Uh, and then on the other half of the equation with Dark Universe, with yeah. Doug Lyman pulling out, so he's going to go do Chaos Walking with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland over at Lionsgate, mm. a big YA book there. Um, that Zemeckis was going to direct, and now it's so it almost it's like D- Doug Lyman taking over for Zemeckis on yeah. Chaos Walking. Zemeckis seems like he's going to be entering the DC EU uh, and doing the Flash. Yeah, the guys who have been rumored to replace Doug Lyman for Dark Universe. I know Boris threw out Andy Muschietti. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Muschietti or Muschietti, uh, but he's the director of It, and would certainly make a lot of sense mm. for the movie formerly known as dark universe or justice league dark the uh, the only other name that i had heard uh i'll add a name to the mix was damien zifron okay who did wild tales which was amazing that was my top top three whatever year that movie came out it was top three was two years ago uh, yeah I, I, that's what yep. i think it was tremendous if you haven't seen wild tales yes it's foreign language but absolutely uh, track it down it's like a fucking tarantino movie it's mm. great um, so th- those are two pretty interesting choices. I-, I imagine that they would go with Andy, given that they are you know already worked with him on it. Yep. But we'll see. Um, going back to the Mummy, um, a couple of interesting things in the chat. Um, Matt Grond says, "If Mummy opens to thirty million, isn't the Dark Universe dead on arrival anyway?" Uh, yes, yes. But I think also yes. they've obviously set the table out, so I think they will carry on with it. It's not a universe they'll shelf, but I think it'll adjust their priorities and investment as a studio. Um, Sky Patterson is saying maybe Alexander Skarsgård, Dan Stevens, or Kevin Spacey to play Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Who are the choices again? Uh, Spacey, Alexander Alexander Skarsgård, Dan Stevens, or Kevin Spacey. Who comes up with this stuff? Sky does in the chat sky and let me ask you sky serious question in what universe in what world do alexander skarsgård and kevin spacey play like go out for the same roles or fit dark the same universe type? dark universe uh, and also um uh, xeno hour says he would be down with a star wars movie starring you and me yeah i say so, hey so would my mom yeah uh, Charlie's Angels Big coming, coming roaring back to life. Yeah, um, Elizabeth Banks, as we know, is is going to direct. They that. got the Narcos guys to rewrite the script. Yeah, uh, which I imagine they're going to be beefing up some action sequences, mm-hmm. probably. Um, and I'm told that there's going to be a Black Angel, which there was not in the most recent films. No, you know? there was Drew an Barrymore. Agent. Yeah, Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, black. Cameron Diaz. I feel like you know they they. Uh, they're doing some course correction. I think it's great. Got to have a black angel, and I heard that uh, Janelle Monae is at the top of the list. Sweet. I didn't want to lead with that in my story. Uh, that's not what the story was about. She's not done that kind of movie yet. This, that's why I think she would jump at it. There's also just not a lot of opportunities for that kind of character. I mean, yeah. especially without going into like the Foxy Brown, Cleopatra Jones kind of like territory, and which I'm sure they will remake that stuff at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that this is a, a a good franchise 
for her to be a part of. Mm. Uh, and we'll see if that ends up happening. Um, other things that have been happening, John Wick 3, which I spoke about earlier in the year, uh, is going to start shooting this year, which is great. Fingers crossed that Samuel L. Jackson will, as my conversation with him went, be in it. Got to get him in there. Got to get him in there. Uh, I think that would be really, really good. Uh, and also, file this under films that are not going to happen, but I kind of hope that they would do. Mel Brooks has been talking this week again um, about Spaceballs 2. Apparently, he's been having conversations with MGM about it. Uh, it's been a long time since the first Spaceballs movie, I think. With the resurgence of Star Wars, obviously the 40th anniversary this week, I think now with the new movies there is room for a Spaceballs 2 movie, and I think that spoof movie thing has been rested and is, you know, is potentially open to coming back as a genre. What? You know, the, the spoof movies and stuff. It's kind oh, yeah, of, like yeah, sp- it's okay, okay. like the scary movie 973 kind of things yeah um it's kind of dipped off and they've gone straight to dvd i think now it actually we could do with a apart from the terrible wayans movie 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. that that came out last year terrible movie um i think this could could potentially be a good time to bring it back but i don't realistically think it's gonna happen uh i'll be honest i've heard that that's a legit story really i've heard that they are looking for writers it's an open writing assignment. Interesting. Baseballs, remake, reboot, reimagining, re-whatever. Interesting. Um, Do you think many of the original cast would, would come back? No. Obviously, Joan Rivers won't be back. No. Yeah, I mean, no. No, no, no. It would no, be... Completely new. It would be fresh, yeah. It'd be good if it brought Rick Moranis out of retirement. No, it's not going to. Um, Boss Baby 2. That's yeah. getting a sequel. 2021. Kind of, you know, so so Universal now owns DreamWorks uh, yep. Animation. Fox released Boss Baby, though, right? It was that that was still under the Fox deal, I Correct. believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting that Fox, like, you know, that marketing department did all like the hard work in establishing this original idea in mm-hmm. the marketplace, and now Universal kind of gets to reap the the rewards because Boss Baby did really well, much better than anybody was expecting. Yeah. Uh, there's also news today that there's going to be another Boo Medea movie. Thank you, Tyler Perry. Um, Tyler Perry does a lot of really good work socially. Invests a lot of money, gives a lot of money to charity. I do not like the Medea movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, what am I running? Am I, am I running a charity here? No, I, I'm, I'm not paying to see one of those. Uh, Conrad Vernon going to be co-directing the Jet, the Jetsons movie or directing the movie? The movie. He's the co-director of Sausage Party, so they got a, a cool animation veteran in Which there. Which I loved. Uh, yeah, Sausage Party was the shit. So cool hire from the Jetsons, mm-hmm. and I imagine uh, that's live action, right? Here's a little mini scoop. I, I think that you're going to be seeing a new hire on um, Scooby Doo. Scoop. I don't think it will be Dax Shepard directing that movie after Chips. So. Uh, no. Yeah, they, they may be bringing in a more experienced animation vet for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be animated. Scooby Doo. I, I, I forget. I think. Is Jetson's going to be live action? I think it. Huh? Jetson's going to be? You mentioned no, Jetson's. I, no, that's from Warner Animation Group. Oh, okay, I think fine. that Scooby Doo is also Warner Animation Group. I okay. forget. Interesting. Um, there's some big TV news. Netflix canceled the get down. That yep. rocked my Twitter feed. Yep. Uh,. This week, holy shit, people uh, really like the get-down, I guess. I could not really get through an, uh, more than two episodes. Interesting. 
Um, and it was also super expensive. So, uh, yeah, I can't really blame Netflix for pulling the plug on that one. It is, I believe, the first Netflix original series that got canceled after just one season. T.J. Miller leaving Silicon Valley. Uh, and yeah. th- this one, they put a nice little bow on with the whole uh, TJ and, and the producers are have amicably decided to part ways before next season. I think that you'll be hearing a lot more about that situation and that story. I think that there is definitely a story there and we'll see if anyone mm-hmm. sort of has the gumption to follow up on it and drop that one. Um, I was wondering when I saw that news yesterday whether or not they have taken his character out to potentially come back in the future i don't think you're going to see that okay based on what i've heard about that situation uh i when you know when the news first broke yesterday i i sort of attributed to like he's sort of outgrown the show Mm. and he's got a you know a busy movie career and he just like can't fit it into a schedule and Mm. like will they please let him go um i think that there were some antics that maybe the silicon valley people didn't want to put up with anymore Okay. Uh, and so it was just decided that they both go their separate ways. But we'll we'll see if uh, if more comes out about that situation. I know I need to make some more calls. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the the scuttlebutt, the speculation. There is oh god, there's so much, so many rumors that I want to drop. Okay, but I think I'm going to behave. Drop them like they're hot. Yeah, the Snoop would I, say. I, I think I'm going to behave this time around. Uh, okay. If you if you parse through today's show, I think you'll 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 get enough bits and bobs to justify bits our, and bobs. our presence. Ugh, all so what right, else, what else have we got this week? I've this got is... a busy weekend. I'm doing military military training tomorrow. I'm going up to Fort Irwin. Yeah, I'm going on a helicopter. I'm on a helicopter at o- at o seven hundred tomorrow morning. Is that for shits and giggles? Or? Yeah. Uh, so. The army opens up its this program apparently four days a year to okay. Hollywood, uh, and they have you know screenwriters who are you know writing military movies or mm-hmm. actors who are researching a part or whatever, and they all I don't know who's going to be on my chopper tomorrow. It's kind of exciting. We'll see, and hopefully I survive. They're like, can, can you run short distances? Can you carry twenty to thirty pounds? Like, no. <laughs> I'm going to be sore. I can barely uh, run a fucking bath. To yeah. be honest with you, I'm, without yeah. getting winded. And I'm seeing Modest Mouse this weekend, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. You, nice. Any plans for you, Simon? Uh, I, uh, for the uh, the long weekend, uh, I am going to be I'm going to Universal Studios tomorrow with friends um, and uh, my non-birth nephews. Um, we're going to hang out there, which is going to be quite nice. It's going to be busy as fuck, but it's going to be good fun. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to be chilling on uh, Sunday and Monday. I'm going to catch up on some TV and some movies. Um, I might go and see Alien covenant today oh well enjoy a little bit of downtime because there's no point emailing anyone today because everybody's kind of finished for the the holidays as of last night um all right well then i guess we should wrap up this show cool guys you've been watching meet the movie press yeah on the popcorn talk network make sure to rate comment and subscribe and tell your friends spread the word yes we get a lot of positive feedback to both of us but tell other people that you like sure. us. Sure. Simon, where can the good folks find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon, and you can find me on Facebook. This is Simon Thompson. And I'm at the Insnider on Twitter and Instagram. You Follow are? my work at the tracking board, tracking-board.com. And have a great Memorial Day weekend, everybody. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.